Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, the literary recent Already Been Drinking podcast. I'm your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today in her Mario shirt is C.R. Rice. And I say that, but you have to watch fucking YouTube if you want to see it. So anyway, there's a lot of episodes out there. It's pretty cool. Okay. And our guest today is Maria DeVivo. Hi. Okay. Let's talk about what we're drinking. So I'm still, I don't have much left, but I put an awful lot of vodka in this, which is vodka and cranberry. So that happened and um, I'm definitely feeling it. Oh, our sponsor Skunk Brothers Spirits DWA10 is a coupon code. Check out their website. Amazing, amazing stuff. Okay, CR, what are you drinking? Okay, on my adventure to create the four horsemen drinks. This one, super fun. It is rum, spice rum, not crappy like regular rum, spice rum. And you do the Coke Starlight. Is that what it is? Starlight. Starlight. And then you throw some strawberries in there and you have one. See, you're going to have to email me these recipes so I can start posting them on Drinking with Authors. for. I'll make some super cool pictures, too. There we go. I like it. I like it. Maria, what are you drinking that is not a white Russian, but go ahead and try to explain it as one? It is like a Reese's peanut butter cup. I've got some screwball peanut butter whiskey. I've got some Godiva chocolate liqueur and some milk. I love that. I feel like that's one of those drinks for me that I would drink a shit ton of and be completely obliterated because I'll, I would just be sipping it like with, this is a water thing, but just like. Yes, yes. I'm almost <laughs> done with mine and I'm such a lightweight. Like I'm already like. <laughs> well, that's, this is the perfect time for you to answer some questions then. Let's do yeah, that. Quickly. That. <laughs> what is your go, favorite book of all time? What? Your favorite book of all time. My favorite book of all time. Jesus Christ, Erica. That's hard. Yeah. The Outsiders. Outsiders. 
Are you just saying that because we talked about it? No, not because <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, your seventh graders are reading it. <laughs> no, I will tell you that was that was actually the book when I read it at 12 years old. I was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking be an author. Very cool. It is, I have to say that actually is one of the movies that follows the book pretty well. Oh, I mean, word for word. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, we'll give it that. Okay. What is your least favorite? Oh, you teach you teach language arts, so you get to answer this. What is your least favorite book of all time? Catch Twenty Two, Joseph Heller. Really? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, I I had a bad experience in the, in the class with the teacher, and I was like, yeah, we'll never do this again. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so favorite book that was made into a mini series or a movie? Jesus Christ. Really? Seriously? Yes. This is my podcast, my questions. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Interview with the Vampire. Really? Yeah. I don't like Tom Cruise, but I liked Tom Cruise's Lestat. I did. You know, it's interesting. I, I've said this a couple times on the podcast. When Anne Rice passed away, rest her soul, um, I actually went and re-listened to Interview with Vampire on audiobook. Like I said. And um, I have to say, Louis is so fucking whiny. Like in the book, yes. he is so... Yes. I hated the book. Whiny. Yes. Loved the movie. Because of that exact reason. I was like, why are you still fucking whining? Just walk into the side. Just walk into the side. Except the gift that you were given. You were, you've been given this beautiful, wonderful gift. Just go with it. But yes, no, that it very, anyway, interesting. Yes. So which um, adaptation did you think was fucking terrible and they shouldn't have made? What do you mean from like books? To a book that was made into a movie or a TV show, and they come Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger what? Games. Hunger Games. That is by far the best they have ever done. Oh wow! They absolutely. If you go and you actually like when you read Whoa. the books as you watch the movies, Whoa. it follows it nearly perfectly. No, the they, fucked really up enough- they fucked up Rue. They fucked up Rue. They fucked up Rue. That's the only complaint there is in the whole fucking series, though. And they well, barely a lot of people did. didn't, didn't did. enjoy didn't enjoy my lovely Peter, blonde friend. His fucking but... tiny short ass. He, he's the character in the book. I'm sorry. He was not that short in the book. He I don't care not. about height. He did I such do. a great job of playing that character. He did. But every time oh I God. saw him knowing that he was on those fucking stilt things because he complained <laughs> about how terrible it was. It cracked me up so hard because he said that like she either had to be below him and he had to stand on a platform just to make him taller than her. I laugh every single time. Like, do you know what they do that? that They used to do that in the movies. They still do where they dig holes and people will stand in the hole. Yes. And yeah, to to level out. Level it out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. Charles, go for your questions. What is your favorite weird food combination? Favorite weird food combination. Oh my God. Yeah, she does the book stuff. I do the good stuff. Crazy (laughs) shit. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is it weird? Weird. 
I like peanut butter, jelly, Nutella, and fluff all together. Ooh. That sounds like a lot. That's a lot going on. Like each on their own bread? No, no, no. Like you take the bread, you put the peanut butter, then you put the fluff, then you put the Nutella, then you put the jelly and you eat it. That is so much work. That's like that diabetes is, waiting to happen. That is so diabetes waiting to happen. I'm that just is, like that. that. A lot I'm of take like three bites of that. It's like and a I pick would be me like, up. okay, and we're done. This is too much. Yeah, no, no, no. And yeah, that's like, you can only have it like once in a while. Not all the time. Okay. All right. What is your favorite if you could... cereal? Favorite cereal? Ooh. Booberry. Ooh. Really? Booberry. Yep. And when I was a kid, they never had it. Like the supermarkets never, ever, ever had it. And like, whenever my mom would get it, it was like, oh my God, we got blueberry. And Frankenberry's great. Uh, Count Chocula's great. But blueberry, that's the shit. What about you, Chelsea? I don't think I've ever asked you this question. I have a cereal machine. It has four different things you keep cereal in because I need a lot of cereal. <laughs> so mm. I love to mix cereal. I think it is better when you mix them. So I love taking like, um, you know, the Reese's peanut butter, like uh, the little puff ones, you know? So I like doing that with tricks. I like doing fruity pebbles with cocoa puffs. I like doing, yes. I like doing honeycomb and lucky charms. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I know I never cereal. asked that question. That is yeah. a lot of weird stuff happening right there. That's some weird shit. <laughs> it's so good though. So I'm believing. I what about my you? cereal that I can just eat like nonstop is Honey Nut Cheerios. Like okay. just sit with the box so and out of milk and just eat it. But every now and then I get a hankering for fruity pebbles. I was just gonna say fruity pebbles. Yeah, yes. that will last. I said fruity pebbles like nine times. One box, <laughs> and then I can't eat it anymore for a while because it's way too sweet. And yeah. I go to Sam's and get the jumbo family size where you get the two bags in one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that. Oh no, no, that's too much. Too much pink milk for me. For <laughs> Oh, it doesn't make it to the pink milk. Like that's eaten before. I even have special cereal bowls. Special I swear to God, I court, I, yes, I do. <laughs> they're like, they're like this big. And like, you can oh fit God. like half a box of cereal. I swear to God. I believe you. I can see you sitting there. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. Every single night. I have cereal every night before I go to bed. <laughs> Cereal's awesome. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask your other questions about the character. <laughs> <laughs> so I broke Erica. So um, <laughs> if you want my water now. <laughs> If you could be any main character in a book, but you have to live their life, who would it be? Hmm. I have to live their life? You their have to have life. their whole story, basically. You can't like yes. have only one good part and not the bad part of their story. Huh. I'm gonna be Ebenezer Scrooge. Okay. Terrible that person that ends right? up with that's the perfect like so ending. That's pretty great. Because, like, you know, he's like a dick, right? But and he's then, filthy and he's, rich. He's a rich dick. 
And then he goes through this like really cool fucking, you know, otherworldly experience. And then he's like, good. So, and he's still rich. Why not? That's all this is true. All this is a true story. Okay. Okay. Next question, Joe's. If you could be best friends with any character, who would it be and why? Jesus. Best friends. Uh-huh. Anyone. Mm-hmm. Probably Jack from Lord of the Flies. Because he was a badass and he could teach he could help me with survival. And I, you know, if I'm his best friend, of course he's not gonna turn on me. I'll turn on him, probably. Um, but yeah, we we would survive together on that fucking island and I Jack. I like it. Wow. Okay. Um, Do you finish books if you start them? I have to. Have to. Even if they suck, I have to. Wow. I feel like if I'm if I'm dedicating time to something, I gotta see it through. That's the that's the OCD in me. I was gonna say because I I have friends that have done that and I've now talked them out of doing that because it's not worth your time. Kind of like when you do read, it's not worth your time. You can get rid of the book if it's terrible. Do you leave reviews? I don't. Really? Don't. I should, but I don't. How come? I don't know. I just I don't know. I feel. I don't know. It's strange, I guess. I don't know. No, no, no. no. I, I, I had a whole thing on. I was like, oh, leave me reviews. I will not leave a review if I'm going to give it below four stars now. It used to be three stars. If I'm not going to give the book four and above, I do not leave a review. If I had a problem with the book, I, well, first of all, I don't finish things that I start having problems with. But if I get to the end and I'm like, huh. You know, unless I'm going to give it four or five stars, I'm not leaving a review because I know as an author what that does. But if I start reading something, it's got a lot of grammar and stuff like that. I will find a way to email or message the author and go, hey, blah, blah, blah. You know, like you may want to take a look at this. I stopped reading it because of this. And it won't be because I, if I don't like the story or I'm not into the genre and I find that if I've started reading, I don't comment on it because it's just not for me. But if it's like there are technical problems with the book, right? then I'm like, hi, I, I'm just informed. You might not care, but I'm informing you of this because I stopped reading your book right? <laughs> because of this. Yeah, I'm aggressive. I had... Um... I had a friend of mine that published a, a series and he had said, hey, could you read this and can you leave a review? So I did it as a favor to him, you know what I mean? But just generally, I I just don't, I don't know. Is that bad? No, that makes sense. No, I, and I think that's something that can be weird for authors is that um, we can get asked to read somebody else's work, like as a friend. I don't do that anymore. I don't go, hey, will you read my book? Right. And when I first published, I was like, oh, I really like to know. I stopped doing that because I went, I shouldn't be doing that to somebody reading my work. Now, if I want you to leave a blurb on it and you're a friend in that genre, I might reach out and go, hey, I'm trying to do this with my book. 
we, are you interested in being willing to blurb it for me? Right. Sure. So that, yeah. you know, that's one thing, but I don't ask the other way around. And if they don't want to, like, I don't follow up with them. I'll do maybe one, Hey, just checking in. Good to see you, but let me know either way. Like I make it very vague because if they don't want to blurb it, I haven't had that happen, but if they didn't want to blurb it, I'm not going to force them to blurb it because I've been right. given a couple books to do that with from friends. And I'm like, not good, not good here. This it's, is. It's also one of those things where like some authors need it, especially with how much that, you know, the self-publishing has taken off. You can reach all of your authors on some form of social media. Like I, I let somebody know the other day, it was somebody in my genre because like I try to read the same genre to see what people are doing and things like that. And somehow when she had uploaded her book onto Amazon, three chapters weren't there. So it went from chapter, I think it was like 15 to chapter 19. Yikes. And I didn't realize it initially because you're just like, you know, I was e-reading it. So like, I was just like scrolling up or whatever. And then I was like, wait a second, who the fuck is this person? So then I let them know, but then like, if you don't like a book, like for a technical reason, let the author know why, because maybe it's a plot hole. Maybe they uploaded something wrong or there's a thousand things that could have happened, but don't sure. just not say anything because then you do have the people who will go out and just trash somebody and then it'll stop them from doing something that they really care about. Very sure. true. Very true. Okay. Um, Chelsea, ask the paranormal creature question. If you could be any paranormal creature, what would it be? I already am one. That's okay. So true. for pretendies, <laughs> if you weren't. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think being a werewolf might be kind of cool. That would be fun. What kind of werewolf? Like, are you going uncontrollable, full moon? You may not even yes. know you are one. For sure. That's the okay. only way to be. I mean, no, you know, I, mean I think being able to control it would be super fun. That way when somebody pisses you off, you could just like hulk out your hand and slash three of their tires. Because if you do four, insurance covers it. True. True. Yeah, I don't know. I think uncontrollable would be kind of my style. Okay. Well, and it also what depends is... on what uncontrollable are you? Are you, you know, like there's a whole, we could go down a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, I was, so like you hear a heartbeat and you slaughter a town or like you, like what? Like where does it end? uncontrollable awesome. like you go and devour like everybody's you get distracted yes. by a squirrel and all of a sudden you're chasing a squirrel for the rest of the night or no you just anything and everything in your sight you know like just to have that uninhibited animal come out and just wreak havoc just go wow. for it do it no because that gets dark because like you could yeah. be by a school you could be by a hear a little kid outside you could do all kinds of things Okay. This is terrible. This is true. This is true. Okay, question. <laughs> question. Um, you've been to a lot of conventions. Has anybody ever cosplayed as your character? No, they haven't. Oh, well, that's a challenge out there, I believe, right? Yeah. Cough, cough, nudge, nudge. Yeah, you're listening. Dress up as one of the characters. Sure. Um, what was it like to do your first autograph? that it was surreal 
it was definitely a surreal moment when somebody was like, oh, would you sign this for me? And they like had just handed me money. Like they're paying me for something that I produce. Like I wrote this, like, this is my baby. You just gave me money. And now you want me to like, you know, like that was really fun. That was, it was like a very nice moment. It definitely was. Did, have you had the fangirl moment yet where somebody sees you and just goes completely nuts? Yes. Yes. I was at, um, it was a Tampa Bay Comic-Con and um, I have been doing Tampa Bay since, oh gosh, 2013. So it, I had been there the, the year before and whatever. And then now, you know, it was the next, the following year. And I just had the, the sequel to the Cool Elf had just come out. And this, this dude, he just runs. I see him like beeline from, from the door. And he like, we make eye contact and he just runs at me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he, I'm looking at him I'm like, all right, he looks familiar. I think I know him. And he was like, I was looking all over for you. Oh my God, I had to get your new book and I didn't want to get it online. I want you to sign it. And he like totally had this fanboy moment and it was really cool. It was really cool. It's neat, isn't it? When they have that, have, have you had people bring up things in your book that you don't remember when you're talking to them? All the time, all the time. And I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, sure. Like I- because, you know, you, you're constantly writing and editing and, and doing all the projects and, you know, like your head, you can't remember every little last detail. But they do. But they do. They do. They do. <laughs> For sure. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, how did you remember that? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, no, I agree. I think fans are so much fun to yeah. interact oh, for sure. with. Absolutely. Okay. Chess. What is your favorite superstition? Knocking on wood. I just explained on this podcast is, the other day where that came from. You got to wake up the spirits. You got to, you know, you're, you're making your offering to the spirits. See? Wait. I about this on the podcast the other day. I was like, this is where it comes yeah. from. Yeah. Chelsea, you didn't know that? Oh, no, I did. Oh, no, oh, it was oh, just, her. I was sitting here before she started talking. I was like, we just, who did I just have this conversation with? And I was trying to think. And then er and Erica had said, we just talked about this on a podcast. And I was like, holy shit, that was who it was. Because I had one of those moments where I was like, is this deja vu? Like, is this one of those? Deja vu. The best like superstition. The black cat in the matrix. Yeah. Very cool. Are there any, um... Uh, superstitions that you are like, this is completely ridiculous. None that I could think of. I mean, the whole like, you know, the black cat thing is that's dumb to me because black cats are nothing but lucky for me. Um, I don't know. Well, you're, you're kind of on that side of the veil. So yeah, like nothing, nothing really shocks, surprises. Like, well, yeah, it is what it is. You know, what's interesting to me is when you hear about different cultures and different things, especially from the past, past and the importance they put on certain things like black cats and stuff. Well, black cats are bad because witches and witches are bad and witches obviously have black cats 
because one mm-hmm. witch somewhere had a black cat and a vicious rumor started. Right. <laughs> or she was seen feeding one. It was later claimed to be a witch or something. Yeah. And like it was that fucking cat she walked by. Right. Because you know if a black cat crosses your path. The one that used to drive me insane is my grandmother swore on everything over the salt one. Where if you spill salt, you got to throw some over your shoulder. Oh, over your shoulder. But yeah. it can't be your left shoulder. It has to be your right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Unless you drop it, like you nudge it in a certain way. And then it has to be the left shoulder, not the right shoulder. I'm like, you're just making a mess with salt. That's all you're doing. Because later you're going to go to, to walk or something. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is all over my feet? It's salt. Drives me insane. Oh, Unfortunately, I can't stop salt around it. Chelsea is what we've all just learned from that, I believe. But it's so bad. It's so ingrained in me from like such a young age that like I grumble to myself because I still physically have to do it. Right. Like, oh, that's stupid fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I go and I grumble the whole time I get like the broom and yeah, it's a whole thing. What was your favorite story as a child? Like, what was your favorite book that your mom read to you or whatever? Um, it was actually my dad. And he, he used to read me everything, 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 everything. And I think my favorite of all time was um, the Dr. Seuss, There's a Walket in My Pocket. It's one of the lesser known Dr. Seuss stories because they had, I mean, God, why... As I'm talking to you guys, like, why the hell am I so, uh, the Vug underneath the rug, he was the one that the little boy was always scared of. And it was like this creature who was underneath the rug. And the, I remember that just the page is that the only thing I'm really scared of is the Vug underneath the rug. And it was a dark purpley page and weird, mysterious. And that just got me. And I was like, oh, I love the Vug. I want to have a Vug under the rug. So I loved it, just the weird creatures. And that was my favorite book. Maria's like, I would like to have a monster under my bed, please. Um, please. You can cycle through ones. If you can make sort of a clawing noise <laughs> or growling in the middle of the night, preferred, but yes. generate cold machine. spots. <laughs> no. What about you, CR? What is your favorite little childhood story? It's going to sound terrible. My parents didn't read to me when I was little. Oh, baby. <laughs> it's I not a big deal. Like, it was bedtime and we had to go to bed. What? Okay, what story did you like to read for yourself when you got to that age? When I was little, which witch? I remember I was in, like, first grade, I think. But I was obsessed with books. And the teacher, her name was Miss Andreas. She was the only person that pushed me to read. And she gave it to me. And she was like, this is several years above you, but I bet you could do it. And so I went home and it took me, I was a little kid, so it probably wasn't this long, but it felt like it took me years, which it didn't because I was still in the same class, but I finally read it and it became my favorite book. Aww. See, mine were where the wild Happy things story. are. story. <laughs> yeah. And I think my mom knew something about me when she decided to read me that book, where the wild things are. I yep. felt like I was going to get grounded many times in my life which did come to fruition at some point. So, um, <laughs> that's very cool. Charles, <laughs> over to you for the final question, my friend. Uh, okay. What is your favorite unappreciated book? Underappreciated, not unappreciated. Like you think you, it's a book that you love that you feel like everybody should read, but not many people know about. 
Can I pass this question? <laughs> can I pass? No, seriously, because like we'll have to figure out another another question. I'm a sucky I'm a sucky reader, so I can't like. Oh yes, that's right, because you get stuck with the seventh grader stuff. Answer that. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> I'm a, okay. I'm a shitty, shitty, shitty reader. So I got, I got to pass that question. I'll give you something else. Okay. Uh, what is one, the one thing on your bucket list you're the most excited for? Everybody's got a bucket list. I do. I'm calling it an adventure list. That's what I'm calling it now. Ooh. Me and my boyfriend. Oh, Our adventure list. Like um, okay. So this is going to sound so weird and so like out of left field but I really want to like go to Alaska and do like the dog mushing like just okay. over the frozen, yeah like like over the frozen tundra and being like you know in sub-zero weather and just like having these dogs take me through on a sled that sounds like fun that's different right? that's not like I want to go to the Grand Canyon I that's like it. overrated it's a giant hole in the ground yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's pretty. Don't I was there. I went for my college graduation and that was like my gift to myself. I'm going to the Grand Canyon. It was all right. <laughs> um, but I want to go to Alaska. Like I, I want to do a cruise to Alaska and then, you know, see all frozen shit. Dog mushing. What the, who am I? <laughs> you know what about you, Erica? Oh, wow. I have a lot of stuff on my adventure list. I eventually want to get to Ireland, but every time I try to, and I do book trips there, um, coronavirus hit, and then the Delta hit, and then Omni hit, and so I'm just not booking trips. More for the world than anything else, because apparently <laughs> that's, right, that's right. a thing. Well, so, let me um, know when you book your next one so I can make sure I have it confirmed by. Right. Yeah, just, <laughs> Seriously, it happened three times in a row and we had to cancel the trips. And I, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, if this is ever going to happen, somebody needs to not tell me about it and right. then just be like, hey, get in the car. Like we need like I need to yeah. be walking onto the plane. <laughs> like it. What about you, CR? I want to go to Athens and Thebes to the Temple of Zeus. Ooh. That's second. That's second. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That is my goal. We're hoping in the next year or so, but you know, Erica keeps planning these trips to Ireland and keeps fucking She's up. Gotta stop too, doing, so. You gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Trust me. Done. Done. World listening. No hate mail. I'm not booking any trips to Ireland. I will not be responsible for that. Very cool. Okay. So one more time, shameless self-promotion. How do fans find you? You can find me at MariaDeVivo.com. I'm on TikTok at author Maria DeVivo. I'm on Instagram, author DeVivo. Facebook at Maria DeVivo author. I know it's like all these weird combinations, but the best place to find me is on my website, MariaDeVivo.com. Awesome sauce. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Yes. You've been Thank so much fun. Oh, Witch of the Black Circle. It releases technically the day we're recording and hold it up. Shameless self-promotion. Awesome. So pretty. awesome. She's so pretty. She's very pretty. <laughs> I agree 100%. Okay, this has been Drinking with Authors, Literary Briefs Edition. 
I've been your host, Erica Williams. Our sponsor today has been Skunk Brothers Spirits, DWA 10, check them out, veteran and family owned in Washington, they're amazing. My co-host has been C.R. Rice, and our amazing guest has been Maria DeVivo, and we will see you guys next time.